WERA 96.7 FM. This is your girl Yasmin Yazzie Speaks Arrington, host of Millennial Minds. This evening, we have two very lively, comedic, intelligent, um, entrepreneurial guests with us. We have Mr. Philip Malcolm, the bearded host, and also Mr. Alan Adeleke, uh, the Conscious Root, both coming to us from the Real Feel Show at Ripped Radio. Welcome to Millennial Minds, peeps. Yo, what what's up? up? How what's y'all up? doing? We live. We, we live. all the way. <laughs> all the way. And guys, let me just say, okay, so Philip, the bearded host, his beard is glistening. Literally, like, it's like sparkling. Yep. <laughs> You can see it all the way in the 301. <laughs> and Alan, your teeth are sparkling. We've got we've got sparkly people. We, I mean, you know, just shining all the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm interested in knowing how you all came up. What's the story behind your aliases or your pseudonyms? They're very catchy. Um, I think they fit you all very well. Mm. Yeah, I I feel like the conscious root fits me pretty well. Uh, <laughs> but if you if you really want to know where it came from, it all started, it originated on The Real Phil Show. Uh, near the beginning of this year, in January, I came on The Real Phil Show, mm-hmm. and each time we had a topic of discussion, I always wanted to go back to the root of the issue. I wanted mm-hmm. to figure out why we were in the current place that we're in today. Mm-hmm. Let's go back through our history and figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, the, the bearded host nicknamed me Roots. Now we talking. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> talking. Right? And so it was specifically spelled R-O-O-T-S, Roots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the name began to grow on Your me. Your name was Roots originally? That was the name? <laughs> on the show? Not yeah. Yeah. No. It roots. was Roots. Or you're saying it was the conscious Roots? No, nah, it, no, no, it wasn't. Right. It was just straight up Roots. Just straight up Roots. All right, cool. Yeah. And so, so how did it evolve into that, the conscious Roots? It began to evolve once I began to find my niche in poetry. And so my poetry was just really, I wanted to have that that uh, that conscious appeal and just be aware. And wh- I wanted people to be aware of the things that were taking place, things that were going on within society. I wanted to really elevate the mindset of the people. And so I just took yes, on the elevation. name. Right? So the I evolution. The, mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. So I took on the, the, the name Conscious Root, but then I wanted to add a twist to it. And so now it's spelled R-O-U-T-E. Right. Like Route 66. Right. Right. So it's the conscious route. And it really, each person has a particular route that they can take, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so it's up to you to find your purpose. Is it? Can they also be pronounced route? It is. It it depends on where you're from. It depends on where you're from. So if I was still in Memphis, where I'm originally from, I probably would have said the conscious route. Mm-hmm. You know that's, that's but it saying. but it works though both ways mm-hmm. like it could mean have multiple meanings right so that's really cool mm-hmm. all right Phil what's up all right so the bearded host that kind of just came out of nowhere really um it didn't come out of nowhere no nah, so what happens is that I always people that I'm I'm close with mm. they usually get a nickname from me so everybody from you from me so I'll give them a nickname just like I gave Roots his uh-huh. everybody around me has a nickname okay. But ain't nobody ever give me a nickname. Well, besides my mom. <laughs> What's that? What's that? I ain't telling y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but but the bearded host, it kind of came uh, in a dream. That's cool. So I'm I'm messing with you. Ain't oh no! <laughs> I, I thought he was about to you go sure? to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you go, sir. All right. So nah, but um, I was kind of thinking about how can I brand myself, you know? And, right. Yeah. And um. I said, well, 
everybody knows me for my beard because I've had it for a couple years now. Okay. Uh, so I said, all right, something with the beard. And this <laughs> is probably something that's going to last probably longer than the actual hair on my head is going to last. So I can probably stick with it for, for years. So I said, um, all right, beard, beard, beard. What, what do I do with this beard? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I comb it. <laughs> I, I wash it. it. I love it. Condition love it. it. Uh-huh. He's getting to the root. So he is, he is right. Getting to the root. Yeah. So um, <laughs> then I said, all right. Well, I host different things. I'm a radio host. I host uh-huh. events, uh-huh. weddings, all of that. So oh, you host weddings? Watch yeah. Out yeah. Oh. So when you get married, just you know, let oh, me know. Okay. But, yeah, so I said, uh, the bearded host. Uh-huh. And I said it again, the bearded host. Mm. I was like, you know what? That sounds pretty good. That's money right there. <laughs> and uh, and And then I told my publicist at the time, and she was like, I like it. I like it. Let's run with it. So that was it. Very nice. Well, thank y'all. I love that. I love those stories. And um, even your thought process, like that's something that's real. Yeah. So if people, if you're, if you're a millennial out there or anyone really, and you have a brand or, you know, you have a talent or there's, there's uh, something that you do particularly well, um, one of the a great branding strategy is to come up with some sort of, you know, brand or pseudonym. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, Phil, I read in your bio that you have a family-owned construction business. I mean, you do a lot of things, but this in particular stood out to me. Can you tell us a little bit about that, how that got started, what's your role, and that kind of thing? So this company got started off of a broken ankle, literally. Mm. Your broken (laughs) ankle or someone else's? (laughs) Yours or someone else's? Not mine, my dad's. Okay. Um, So he was uh, skating at a a skating rink, Mm -hmm. and long story short, the the skate had a defect in it so he was trying to come off the rink and um you know how you how the skate has the little bumper the little yeah, rubber in the thing front. in the mm-hmm. front mm-hmm. to break mm-hmm. so he put it down and, it, and basically his ankle just mm-hmm. yeah so it turned out that the skate had a defect mm-hmm. and he ended up suing the rink the skating rink and got some money um and ended up buying his first truck Okay. And oh. of course bought some tools and you know started this thing. He was always in the trade. Okay. Right? But he's a welder by trade. Uh-huh. Um but he didn't have his company established yet. So he used that money to start the company. Interesting. So that's okay. how we started and okay. it's been running ever since. It's about okay. 30 years now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do? Like what is your role? So I'm I'm the project manager. Okay. And um well I have a couple of titles but uh-huh um, do you make hires or like what yeah yeah so director of operations cool. project manager those are basically the main two cool and, and where, who taught you did your dad like teach take my you dad ain't teach? taught me nothing all so my you just life. so you just learned on your own well at least he you know had a family <laughs> business to welcome you to so right no yeah something. yeah yeah no he taught me a lot i'm just messing but uh yeah so in the trade specifically he taught me welding Okay. Um, that's his specialty, like I said. So and what is what that. is welding for people who don't know? Welding is basically, um, is that iron? Or like yeah, it was okay. take or any kind of metal. Okay. You take metal and you kind of mold them together. With the you, fire thing, yeah. like the heat. I don't even see. Yeah, see? it's with heat. So okay. you you make it really hot. Uh-huh. You just put two metals together, make it really hot, and they stick together like glue, basically. Mm. Oh my god. That's a way to put it together. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. <laughs> the root of my stomach is saying I'm hungry. <laughs> that's oh all of us. Oh, my gosh. That's crazi. That's really cool, Phil. Mm-hmm. So, Alan, you mentioned poetry and spoken word. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how did you get into poetry? Um, and tell us what Vulnerable Minds is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Vulnerable Minds is my first poem. The first poem I ever performed. Mm-hmm. And is it on YouTube? It is. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> That's my first poem, so don't judge me based off oh, that. Oh, please. You, know, you were I've probably grown amazing. so much since then. Thought, well, you know, <laughs> that's the beauty of it. Right. But but I would say that when it comes to, to poetry, I've always had a knack for it. I've always just had a love for poetry and music and different things like that and expressing oneself. But I specifically, as I was, as I was telling you before, as, a, as an artist, I never really had the intention to go into that direction as as a as a kid growing up i always i was always a consumer right mm-hmm. and so i always waited for someone to produce something and then i would go get it mm-hmm. and so even which is how it, most of us are right and mm-hmm. so even when it came to to music i would i would wait for someone to to produce something that i liked that i wanted to hear mm-hmm. that i felt like felt fit, fed my spirit and then I would go after it. I would I would say, okay, let me listen to this. But then it got to one point where I saw different things happening in my happening in my society, uh, socially, you know, economically, mm-hmm. politically. Mm-hmm. There's and, that conscious, right? And that and conscience. no one was really was really talking about it or speaking right. from it from the perspective that I felt down deep inside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Why isn't anyone performing this? this this form of art poetry you know music anything the way i want it to be told why isn't anyone, anyone telling that story and so i would i got really upset at one point and i was like you know what there's no point no need of me getting, getting upset i just need to pick up the pen pick up the paper and begin writing expressing it myself and figure out how i can appeal to the people the best way and i mm-hmm. feel like poetry was the was the best way to do that and so i just and when did you start though i officially started my, I, I did my first spoken word in March of this year. Okay, but, but you I, got the idea when? I was just, I would say this January, this past January. Okay, so, so January 2007. Yeah, I think yeah. that's really amazing. Right. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you said you have a poem that you started writing called Procrastination, right? <laughs> yeah, and I've been procrastinating on that poem. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. It's not finished. It's not, right. finished. It's not finished. I understand that's that. The, but that's the dual joint. Yeah, it is. The who? It's the a dual dual thing. So we're oh, supposed with to another person. Yeah, right. Nice, right. very so, nice. But we've been pro- procrastinating for sure. Yeah. Oh, so you're both. It's it's you both are doing the piece together, or you're just writing it for two people. You you know what I'm saying? Well, no. we're supposed to both write it. Nice. But, you know, That's cool. Literally, procrastination is, is what's taking place right now. Look, <laughs> it's real. It's finals time, and I'm like, I'm like, Lord, help me. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing no more finals. <laughs> oh my goodness! So Phil, uh, well, well, to both of you, but Phil, how and why did you come up with the idea um, for your radio show? Um, good question, cause I didn't come. You up didn't? With it. Okay, who? Well, who did? No, what was the, so, what was the well, idea? okay, so I didn't come up with the idea to have a radio show, but when the idea presented itself. Um, or the opportunity presented itself, then I was like, all right, let's let's sit down and actually plan this thing out. Okay. So I came up with the whole name and everything. Uh-huh. That, well, who, um, who, where did the idea come from? 
So I had done an interview with um, this station called Bright Radio, B-R-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, big shout out to them because they got me started on this. And us since hey, then, Bright. yeah, they got us started. <laughs> and, um, nice. And shout outs. Yeah. So and, you know, now I've really been able to find my niche in this world and um, I've been rolling ever since. But mm-hmm. I did an interview with them mm-hmm. and um, I'm kind of cutting the, sh- the story short, but did an interview with them. And I talked to the producer of the show um, during one of the breaks. And I told him that well, we were just kind of flowing, basically, with ideas. And one idea that came was, you should have a political show on your station. His station is a, a Christian station. Okay. So politics and Christianity, we don't necessarily mix the two. Yeah. Even though everybody on the outside. Right. Everybody on the outside is like, yeah, y'all do. And we know we do. We just say we don't. Uh-huh. So... I said we should have you should have that on your show that kind of content. He said, "I don't know." Long story short, <laughs> he called me back like a year later wow. and and said, "Yo, let's let's do it." Okay. And um I was like, "All right. Um what are you talking <laughs> about?" And uh he said, "Yeah, I want you to do the the show." Uh-huh. I was like, "All right, bet. Well, I've never done this before, but you know, let's give it a shot." Mm-hmm. So, we planned for like 3 months. Mm-hmm. and uh, released it in July, J- July of uh, last year. Very nice. Yeah. And congratulations on your nomination for the best new show and most inspirational show of 2017. Yeah. Big up by Ripped do. Radio. Yeah. Yes, do. congratulations. <laughs> I put my vote in. Thank you. And I'm, oh, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the both it. of you. So Thank that's you. exciting. Um, so in terms of your show, you know, how has that been going and um, – also, Alan, did you all know each other prior? Like, how how did the collaboration kind of come yes. come about? So we definitely we, we knew each other prior. No, we didn't. We, he lied. This, this man so I found we him basically. Hold get, on, let me tell okay, the story. Okay, let me okay, tell the story. Ahead, so, right. so basically, this dude found me at a Starbucks. He was begging for money. Okay, so you on that you on some again. I was. I don't know what you what you when you went out to the bathroom. Is Phil making up stories now? That's what I was telling you about prior to the show. He has a little a little knack to do that sometimes. But I'm gonna Uh-oh. go back to the real thing Uh-oh. since you directed the Well, he's in first. politics. So oh, yeah. see, don't I'm gonna do change that. <laughs> don't see, do that. I wanna I wanna change that stereotype, right? <laughs> Right. What we see, so what we see happen so often, That's which bad. Phil is doing I right now. I couldn't you know? help it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yo, but but we went to school together. We, yeah. we graduated from Washington Adventist University. Right. And oh, okay. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. And we we both played soccer there. Okay. So oh. you know, we actually you I you, played I played behind him. So he would you were uh left mid left and right mid left and right mid. So okay. I would play defense, left back or right back. So uh-huh. we were always. Um, he was always playing in front of me, so we would, I would feed him some passes, you know, mm-hmm. we'd do that thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we used to tear people up, man. They, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, they, 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 they never, see, they, they never come see. down our our side of the field. I tell you that much. They knew it was trouble, like trouble, yeah. trouble. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we kind of had that connection then, okay. but we didn't. We mm-hmm. had no idea okay. that we would end up doing something like radio uh-huh. together. Uh-huh. Well, well, radio by itself, right? We never thought we would do radio by itself, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then together, that wasn't even yeah. so there. How, so how'd that come about then? Well, 
it actually started after the the elections were well, prior to the elections. You know, Wh- Phil which, had his show. Which el- this the past, presidential election. This, this past which one? Of 2016. Okay, most yeah. recently. Yeah. All right. Most recently with Donald Trump and yeah. you know, all that all that stuff that's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And so Phil had his show. It was on. It was you know booming at that point. And I and I would you know just scrolling across Facebook and I saw it. I was like, yo, that's lit. That's that's really cool. You uh-huh. know that he's able to to have a political show and have people from both sides, conservatives and liberals. Oh yeah, that's on the show. great. And I was like, yo, I was always commenting because it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I was like, yo, bro, you know, maybe it'd be dope to come in. Yeah, he just, he reached out to me one day and he was like, dog, we got to do something, man. Uh-huh. We got to do, I'm like, what you talking about? <laughs> do <laughs> what? Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what you, you do? got a direct feel. I'm like, I'm like, what you, what you want to do? <laughs> He's like, bro, we just got to do something. So we set up a meeting okay. and um, we met at a friend's house and we mm-hmm. were just talking about different things that were going on in the social world. Mm-hmm. And, um basically regarding injustices right and we're like yo so this is going on this is going on that's going on what can we do and i'm like well just shooting ideas back and forth right Mm -hmm. and um he ended up expressing that he wanted to come on this show so i was like bet let's do it so he came on as a guest and um at the time i had another co-host um i had a different co-host that i started out Uh with and um so he came on as a guest and it turned out really well mm-hmm. and it, he kind of meld right in nice so it's just like a nice yeah mm-hmm. right right so um i ended up kicking my other co-host to the curb and i brought him <laughs> on well dang <laughs> nah, <I'm> <laughs> dang man now i'm messing with you shots fired hans i'm coming for you son if you see me in the he's street coming for he you. probably he's just coming for you. Was, had a trans life transition <laughs> i kicked him to the curb maybe i don't know <laughs> no nah, I, 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 I it wasn't like that that's my boy though he's he's one of my day one uh, boys so it, it wasn't like that yeah. It, was no. it, no, it, was, it, was, it was or it wasn't? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't. See, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to keep it. I'm no, we're just comedians, going. so trust me. Don't I, worry. I see. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, comedy is, is, is one of my favorite genres, so keep it coming. Cool. Um, what inspires you both? Like, in, in addition to, so, so far, I'm hearing um, a desire to make a difference, right? Uh, I'm hearing concern for our current state of affairs in the United States in terms of um, politics and um, discussions around injustices. But in addition to those things, what are maybe one or two other things that inspire you or drive you, whether it be drive you for success or drive you to what what you're doing now? Mm -hmm. So everything that I do revolves around the people, literally, like you, everyone else around here, like people that we see and that we don't necessarily have a conversation with. I literally work for the people pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I, what I do as a poet, what we, what we're doing here on the radio station wouldn't be possible without the people. And since we have such a care for them to, to see progression, mm-hmm. you know, to, to see the betterment of, of our society for the youth, specifically mm-hmm. the millennials yeah. and, and you know as yeah. we just continue to go forward yeah. in time to see that to see everyone elevate together and unite that is literally my drive and my passion nice i want to bring everyone together nice we want to bring everyone together we want to nice. um show people that they can be their best version mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know we we have these iphones and we're constantly updating them right but let's update ourselves let's yes. make sure we're working on that I like on that, that. You know what I mean? <laughs> conscious rule baby mm-hmm. 
Yeah, just like we just want to ensure that we're running on optimum capacity at all times, you know, and so mentally, physically, spiritually, and literally that's what that's what drives me. Drops mm-hmm. Mike. Mm-hmm. All right, we can end that. We can end the interview right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta hear views, you gotta hear views no. from the beer first. No, right. no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm joking. All right, Phil. What what inspires you, bearded host? No, definitely um, the people for sure. Okay. Um, just what the, else? The, the the common man. The common uh, man. The common man. Okay. The the guy on the side of the road that's begging. Okay. Um, that inspires me because I know that at any given moment that could be me. Mm. So I've got to push. Mm-hmm. I've got to do yeah. my best every single day. I'm just fortunate to not be in that situation where mm-hmm. I'm homeless. Mm-hmm. I've never gone a day without eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I'm fortunate. Thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but those people keep me driving. But more specifically, um, my brother, my brother is um, who inspires me. Old, my brother and my and my and my mom. Okay. Is he older? Brother? My, he's younger. He's okay. uh, three years younger. Yeah, so yeah. that's my superhero, man. He's uh, he's been going wow, through a your lot. Your younger brother's your superhero. Yeah, yeah. Tell he's us, be- tell us about that. He's been going through a lot for, um, mm, probably about four or five years now. It's just been everything's been thrown at him. Mm. Well, shoot, it's been all his life. Let me be real. It's been all his life. Um, just different things have been thrown at him, um, physically, health wise. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and he's been able to overcome time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, things that would break other people have not broken him. Mm-hmm. And so he inspires me. And my mom, for sure, that's like a whole nother story. But um, my mom, for sure, and my brother. Very nice. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just curious. I wonder, since we, we grew up, I mean, we, we were a little older. We weren't like babies, but... You know, when Barack Obama truly came on the scene and announced his, you know, initially, what was that, 2007 mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. You his know, candidacy that, for president? Yeah. That's what we're talking about? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So I, I'm That's when he won. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just wondering if w- because that took place for eight years as we were kind of, you know, growing up, if that has an effect on how we view the world and like you know hope and that things are possible and now we're looking at what's does going it on yeah. heck yeah okay i would act just, up in, i would, I would literally act up in school i was 2007 where was i at? i was in eighth grade i would literally act up in school and be like uh my president is black <laughs> <laughs> detention <laughs> <laughs> suspended <laughs> oh my god I, I mean what got me was being in middle school Right. Opening uh-huh. up my American history book and I have a black teacher and we he tells us to flip to the presidents. And right. I, and I go through all of them. And I'm like, I'm so excited to see. And it's like, dang, nobody looks like me. Mm. Have you seen I saw I got to cut across when you're saying this. Have you all seen um, one of Cat Williams um, skits in his in his like comedy special where he was talking about white people? Y'all need to let us just can y'all let us just enjoy this yeah. moment. Yeah, right. like, I've seen you that. Flip uh-huh. the, you flip through the page and be like, white, 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 yep. white, 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 all it says is white, 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 
leadership and politics and, 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 you know, society. Uh, so I saw some, one of my friends sent this to me through, you know, Facebook DM was this video. Um, it's called I'm not racist Mm. is the name of the video. Right. And it's by a, a guy by the name of Joyner Lucas. Um, and so when I first opened up this video and I just saw this, you know, he looked kind of like, I don't want to, I'm not going to say it, but he, he looked like, a you know, ki- yeah. All right. I'll I say it for you because I ain't like, got no chill. I was going to say so. something like else. A Donald Trump supporter. That's yeah, 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 right. I, and and then he had on the hat, like make America great again. Right. right. And he's like, keep saying, he kept saying the N word. So I was like, wait a minute. I felt like, the I same was, way. My whole body, I was getting my feelings like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then, and then, and then it zoomed out. And then it was the black guy there. I was like, dude. You I was say like, something, bro? What you waiting for? part. The best part of the video is when the black dude slapped the head off. Yeah. Yeah. And then he yeah. moved the table and yep. everything. But like, I, I couldn't believe mm-hmm. like even if it was, I, I assume that it was it was definitely a collaboration. But even him sitting there, I mean, I, I, I just don't know if I could if I could have controlled myself. I mean, I know it was acting. But mm-hmm. anyway, so what did you all you know, what were your reactions? What did you think about it? The content is really deep. So, you know, the black, the white guy starts off saying about it's just, it was just, to me, it was just pure anger and hatred. And he was just letting out, you know, oh, black people, y'all all lazy and you got your pants pulled down and, and, you know, you're trying to, you know, oh, you taking advantage of the, of, of, of government assistance mm-hmm, and my mm-hmm. taxes, like black people don't pay taxes. Right. I pay taxes, honey. Right. I barely, man, because <laughs> I'm single. Let I'm not know. married. Man, they take all my money. Mm-hmm. So anyway, like, what no, did you guys think about it? No, that the video was actually well done. Oh no, it was it was all genius. The, the the yeah the the content every single word was perfect. Um, the acting could have been better, but <laughs> but it was good and it portrayed whatever message they wanted it to, right? And you can take it from so many different angles. And this is art. So each person sees it differently. Now on social media, you know, people were going crazy, of course. Right. Black people were like, nah, he, they could have done it better. Uh, or the black dude could have gone harder on the verse. <laughs> and then white people like, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, uh, the white dude, he killed it. Black dude, screw you. You know, you got everybody just chiming in. And that's the beauty of social media, right? But me personally, I felt like that's real. That conversation oh, yeah, no, needs to happen. It does need to happen. needs to happen, and it doesn't happen. Does and I not. feel like now At is the best. At least not together. Right. Now is the, the best time to actually do that. And I was thinking of doing something like that, not the whole music video type thing, but on my show. That's do what it. I That's what I um envisioned doing. Do it. It's just inviting the regular white guy and the regular black guy and just having that conversation of, Look, this is what I'm going through. But we're in this space right now, space and time, where we 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 do talk, right? But we want to just get our points across. It's not a matter of do you understand me? That's the right. that's the we problem. We just want to be heard. We just want to be heard and that's the problem with social media where we are now. We just want to be heard, but there's not actually a chance for each of us to understand each other. And we're just not in that mental space where we're willing to just understand and grow from our differences because 
we're all unique. We ain't, not one of us in right. here are, are the same. Right. Yeah. But that's okay. We're uh-huh. all able to get along, uh-huh. right? right? So just understanding each other and that we're different is enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and so I, I agree with everything that Phil said. It's really important that we have this conversation that Phil was saying and I ride over here. Like look at look at look at the setting. Look at everything. They were they're literally sitting at a round table mm-hmm. having a discussion. You know, how often does that happen between a, a white person and a black person? Where there is a, there's an obvious misunderstanding between the two. But it wasn't until they began to express themselves and allow each other to talk and speak that they begin to understand each other's yeah, without point interruption of view, and all right? that. And that so takes a lot. It, does. it takes a lot. Sometimes. It does. And it's something that we need to to have more often in our communities. That's how one thing. There's a difference between neighborhood and a community. A neighborhood mm. is just where people live and, and you know, houses are filled. A community actually involves communication. Yes, conscious root. Right? I love it. And so and until we begin to communicate, don't even call where you stay a community. Call it a neighborhood. Call it what it is. Call it what it yeah, is, that's right? Deep. You know, and so I actually produced a, a video which is called Changing the Narrative. It's on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it it pretty much embodies the protest, you know, and it's, it talks about why we kneel. You know, and and I had a guy that kneel meaning on a, on kneel, a knee. The, the whole Kaepernick thing. The whole Kaepernick right. yeah. thing. It's centered around that. Right. Okay. And so uh, one white guy told me that he hated it. And I was like, why? Uh-huh. And he he went in into detail and but 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 what I really want to get at is that it was thought provoking. He actually came to me and told me he hated it, and I began to express to him why I created it. And at the end of the day, he was able to see that through the video and through me just trying to get my point across and me allowing him to speak and get his point across that we were able to come to an understanding at the end of the day, you know and. And that's what we need more of. We need more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't be afraid Man, to talk. Guys, I could talk to you all day long. Um, we're definitely going to have you back. But before we go, if you could please tell us where we can find you all um, on social media and websites and also um, when when and how we can tune into your show. Yes. Yeah, so for me, the bearded host, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at The Real Phil Show. Also, the website is www.therealfieldshow.com. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as well at The Conscious Root, and that's spelled R-O-U-T-E. I also have a website, which is www.theconsciousroot.com. All right. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. All right. Yes, definitely. Thank you for being here, and we'll definitely have you again. All right, folks, you are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Yazzie Speaks, Millennial Minds. Till next time, peace.